0: Clip Radio. Clip Radio.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Epic Loot Radio. This is Brian and Kirk coming at you, bringing you part two of our Game of the Year awards, namely because part one was awesome,
0: but we didn't get through sick. all of the <laughs> we, Game of the Year <laughs> We got through so much less than we thought we were going to cover. Oh,
1: dude, we had high
0: aspirations. We we, we were so confident going <laughs> we, we in. Could, we could cover all this stuff. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got through about four categories and I uh, had to park the ship right there. <laughs> Yeah, so. Leaving it off, which was like an epic battle. If you guys
1: have not seen the previous episode, or if you're not subscribed to the podcast or the audio version of the podcast, always search Epic Loot Radio or check the links in the description. But our last battle, Best Action Adventure, we classified Final Fantasy 16 as an action game. I came around to that idea this year, and uh it was it was a tough battle, but Hogwarts took uh took the crown uh, in that case. So moving into today, we've got so much to cover, and I got kids at the door. <laughs> One second. Go, why don't you take us over while I s- settle what's going
0: on in this? Uh, he's on dad duty, folks. So uh, the next category that we have, first of all, with with action adventure, I have I have to say that it kind of was eating at me uh, that I advocated so hard for Hogwarts and uh, didn't really give a lot of flowers to Brian's Final Fantasy sixteen, which i've really only i've only had the opportunity to play the demo of final fantasy 16 um at some point i will play more than the demo of final fantasy 16 and i think kind of similar to how brian was saying that zelda's probably going to be his uh best game that he plays in 2024 yes, final dude. fantasy 16 yeah. is probably going to be the best game that i play in 2024 so i i i did i did come on pretty strong for hogwarts there but god that the the gap between those two games is really so tight they're both very very good good games and that's why we had that difficulty trying to decide there uh really just came down to the fact that final fantasy is rated m right i think that's i think that's kind of what we predicated the decision on at the end of the day but now we've got an
1: M rated game like for me has no issues but i always kind of factor this as like as a parent i can't you know i can't escape that reality and uh that's also a kind of a very important thing but we got so much to cover and outside of who knows who's gonna rush me uh what kids are gonna (laughs) rush me like randomly that's what it's always fun maybe you're like
0: you're like when i do when i did uh, a game mess mornings with jeff grub he's just got kids shoving (laughs) remotes in his face and oh dude well like
1: they've been breaking my toys all my all my stuff we're seeing we're seeing less and less of those as they as they uh, as they rushed me but also just got kind of as a show note uh traditionally we really love highlighting and engaging with the various mm-hmm. different comments but we got so much to get through so please note we are reading your live comments on on uh, the show but uh we're going to just keep it focused on uh the discussion but we've got plenty of shows in the future as well so just keep it locked here hit that subscribe button hit that like button and let's jump into the best rpg of 2023 what are our contenders man
0: so i can start with diablo 4 Mm-hmm. which oh my gosh when this game came out it it, it just absolutely owned the summer I mean it yes. was it was the game of the moment I don't think I've seen um it's been a while like honestly it 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 kind of harkens back to Halo 3 or like one of the old Modern Warfare's probably that I've seen an ad campaign that was like this this hyped up this pushed out I mean they, they literally had the KFC meal for Diablo I mean they were they were they were pulling out all the stops for this game in terms of getting it into mindshare mm-hmm. and man did it sell gangbusters and people really really liked it in terms of it evolving <laughs> that one yeah <laughs> in terms of in terms of it evolving that kind of formula that you know from Diablo 2 and 3 this is like a massive leap forward I think personally for me why it's nominated in a couple categories here is like I don't particularly feel very compelled or drawn toward the kind of top-down isometric arpg genre that's just not really my like preference in terms of type of game i want to play mm-hmm. dude i spent 50 hours playing this game and like it it went by like it was like nothing i mean yeah. the the level to which they up their game as far as storytelling as far as world building like all these sort of elements that like a really good game has that are built around that like core gameplay loop that Diablo mm-hmm. is known for having and, and it being very good and, and gratifying and compelling. They built up all that other stuff. The soundtrack slapped. The voice acting was awesome. I don't even know if the last Diablo game was yeah, it was voice acted. But like the voice acting top notch, you got um don't only really forget his name, Ralph Innocent, who also voices Sid from final fantasy 16 amazing voice low Mm -hmm. gravelly voice amazing voice actor uh that's one of the leads in this game as far as characters that you interact with just a really good arpg and um like so much innovation over the last game that came out i think over 10 years ago and and it's unfortunate that it's kind of like dropped off in terms of i think when this game came out people were like oh wait could this contest with zelda maybe as like a dark horse like is this in the conversation and now it's like not even nominated at the game awards for game of the year so i i think that it fell off too hard Mm -hmm. i think this is still one of the best games of the year and i think it would probably compete for this category if not for one or two other uh nominees in it which the very next one, Brian, you can tell us about, uh, is kind of the problem with uh, with any of these other ones getting any recognition is that this thing is just an absolute juggernaut. Yeah, talking about Baldur's Gate three, right? There's it is
1: so uh, incredible. Like it has set a new milestone, and there was even developers coming out going like, "Oh my gosh, don't expect this level." And the team behind it, Larian Studios, has been building it like Divinity Original Sin two. A lot of people maybe not have not played that game. I actually have. Uh, and one of the things about that is that people feel like maybe Baldur's Gate 3 is getting more credit than it deserves because Larian built uh, Divinity Rinchels Sin 2. And this is just them just continuing to hone it and being able to pick up the license from boulders gate 3 makes me go i hope the next game they do i'd love to see them do a never winter nights 3 like when it comes to these kind of games is see you know rpgs seeing this as a turn-based rpg hit such a mainstream i think that outside of just the technical and just the wildness of how you can play this game is uh is something to be excited about and applauded and so that's where like it in my mind, like it's absolutely just one of the things that just to be nominated alongside Baldur's Gate three is a, a, an award in and of itself. But uh, it's not going to be for everybody. I know that no matter what, like there's always going to be people who maybe don't like a turn based, you know, you know, kind of RPG, and that's perfectly fine. But man, I tell you, the fact is, is that as somebody who loves turn based RPGs and who really has not uh, been able to step too much into the D and D world. Uh, this, I think, was a great refresher off of the very limited experience with D&D that I've had growing up, but also something that makes me more excited to play uh, again and uh, continue to play it into the future. Uh, just like with, uh, I was going to say one thing about Diablo 4, though, is like, I do think that Diablo four will be one of those games that we talk about year over year over year. And I do wonder if that is going to be the same, uh, if Baldur's Gate three is also going to have that same impact because there's so much replayability, just like we're saying like 2024 is probably going to go to Zelda for me, unless for some reason, switch two drops a new 3d Mario. Sorry, yeah. I'm biased, but uh, <laughs> like, I think it's going to be one of these games that continue to be a part of the the zeitgeist within gaming, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think Baldur's Gate three is kind of going to occupy the zeitgeist as like the new Witcher three, mm, like every that's a everybody really good point. For, for years and years and yeah, years. Witcher, like, 3, yeah, Witcher It's kind of like the Witcher, kind of like I mean, even yeah. we were talking about Hogwarts, kind of like the Witcher. I think Baldur's Gate three is going to be that now, and I guess Diablo maybe will get talked about as kind of like an ARPG MMO light like. I guess the closest comparison I can come up with is Destiny. Yeah. I don't I don't see you would have thought that with the trajectory that it was hitting initially. Mm-hmm. It had like that like boom, it's popular. And now it's kind of falling off a little bit, but Destiny had some some hiccups as well. So yeah. I think that this game will will have a resurgence. It will have very very good seasons talking about diablo now uh um, yeah. but yeah well, and especially uh, Baldur- with an
1: expansion model that they've already yeah. announced the next expansion so you could end up it's going to be that reminder of like oh but did you enjoy diablo by the way we've we've got yeah. more diablo
0: whereas Baldur's gate 3 is just going to be like it came out it's one of the greatest rpgs ever well made. they're still
1: also supporting it like patching yeah. fixing various things and it's like that yeah. you know like in terms of it like there's so much content there that you know let, let them take their time. You know, I think that the team in and of itself is, you know, it, it is a, such a solid game uh, for sure.
0: Well, one of your nominees, also Brian, I think Baldur's Gate was yours, mm-hmm. is uh, a an, an indie darling yes. to come out of this year. A little game called Sea of Stars, yes, stars. That took the 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 video game coverage industry just by storm. I mean, everybody on Twitter that I know that covers games from like Tamura Hussein to Jeff mm-hmm. Grubb to anybody who's anybody in the industry was like, this game is something else so what can you tell us about sea of stars Brian? so
1: sea of stars is a it feels like a love letter to the 90s rpg kind of with that corona trigger but it, it takes some interesting uh, approaches to how you kind of go through the world and the map and then at the same time also some fun mechanics on the battle system of like i love the boomerang where you just kind of have to keep hitting it and keep timing it to get extra damage uh which adds that extra level to a turn-based rpg uh the team behind it clearly is you know uh, passion driven and i'm so excited both for the game's success also it dropped on the game pass i've played it a little bit i have not finished and well, i did near not it. know that i yeah, didn't know that i yeah. didn't
0: know it was on game pass oh so no It is something where
1: it's that uh like i think that's such a smart play because you know of you know not having that visibility into the market so many games coming out and i'm really excited to see both it critically acclaimed and then at the same time it's just such a fun uh you know uh game to play and that for me also is
0: another game that i will sit down and play uh with the kids as well do you feel like it's hitting like that like final fantasy 3 4 5 i would say more kind of, of a chrono kind of trigger Okay. You know if
1: you remember corona trigger that oh yeah the, the style and then the characters and there's a level of silliness that they build in uh so speak, to the story
0: speaking of as yeah. as good as sea of stars was it's got it's got competition right in that sort of yep. niche of the genre from our next nominee one of mine i think for this category and that is star ocean the second story r i believe yeah. the r alluding to the fact that i've this heard is a such remake. good things a remake yeah. from um that didn't come to the west that was that was only in japan and um not only is this just a fantastic rpg in the same vein of sea of stars i, I will say in terms of just just grading it on like it's rpg ness and like like what what those elements are and stuff i think i've seen the broader reception kind of fall on the Sea of Star side. Mm-hmm. It might also be getting a little bit of indie bias, you know, like I, I'm not really sure. People might be saying, well, because this is coming out of a studio that you wouldn't expect to be able to deliver on like an S N E S classic nineties level caliber RPG, you know, whereas Square, they're kind of the ones who like started the whole ball, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why it's getting all this praise and it's it's more than warranted for Sea of Stars. But yeah, second story R is something special um, even outside of just the fact that it's just a, a fantastic RPG game, what they've been able to do here, and I've also nominated for art direction. We'll get there with with how they've sort of remade this, and they've taken like the old sprite look, but then they have these these very detailed backgrounds. Um, I'll switch over to that now because we we have that for uh, for for our stuff later for art direction. But like if you if you look at like this stuff in the back here, like you've got like the castle and you have like the sprites layered over that it's very cool what they were able to do with this game and with this art style um and then yeah just on top of that it's just a fantastic game um you know like i've only, i've heard only good things about this game and i did get to sit down and play it like for a couple hours had a great time with it looking forward to it you know it's it's a little obtuse in the way that all all these type of games kind of are but it's like mm-hmm you either sign up for that or you don't and like it, it, if you're if you're trying to play one of these like you are looking for that you're like you're looking to like spend some time in some menus and you know like really flesh out like what what yeah. the, the roles in your party are going to be and stuff like that um and yeah as far as like that type of chrono trigger uh real time but like a uh, uh, pseudo turn-based type of combat yeah this this is scratching that itch for sure and then another of, I guess what I'll call like the trifecta yeah. of our two D RPGs. A great year for this. Yeah, yeah, dude. For for our two two D RPGs, a game that kind of got overshadowed by yeah. these other two. Um yeah, unfortunately. And also the fact that it's got a two on the end. Uh so you know, whatever. Been there, done that, I guess. But it's Octopath Traveler 2, which by all accounts, from everybody that I saw covering or reviewing this game uh this is one that i have not had the opportunity to play yet i did play the first one Mm -hmm. but they just say like yep it's just the first one but they like fixed a lot of the problems and it's just objectively better um all all of the eight narratives are compelling and enjoyable they range from like very classic you know hero out to save the world all the way to like funky sci-fi goofy stuff you know i mean like that this this uh franchise i guess we now call it kind of took the world by storm in the first place because of the whole concept behind the name itself which is that you know you've got eight different eight different protagonists eight different to jump in
1: on that also with the 2d hd kind of style that they've brought in and that kicks off the 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 you know the second story Bring these old games back yeah you know they're doing this they're doing the 2d hd for dragon quest 3 remake and i'm guessing that's gonna be sometime next year and so like all of that like because uh, people see this and they're like they should just redo all the great snes live you know. alive yeah they, and did. they did a live yeah, alive yeah. already and yeah. so it's like there's this it seems like there's this trajectory to really kind of bring back this style of game that i think has a lot <laughs> of nostalgia <laughs> Chrono ah, trigger. trigger, of course for yes, Chrono oh, Trigger. Dude. <laughs> trigger would be insane if you yeah. master that in this style. Especially if they did it
0: like second story art. Right, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. Yes. Like sign me up. Woo! Um, but that's yeah. the thing. Like this Octopath Travel was kind of that, that catalyst.
0: And then that's it why it did kind of like, start that whole yeah. revolution. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, yeah. It kind of uh, jump started it. And uh yeah, I think it also showed that like, oh, we're not done yet. Like, we can have a sea of stars. We mm-hmm. can have a brand new game, a brand new franchise, new IP, come onto the scene, do this type of game um, that that we saw in the 90s that people are very, mm-hmm. very, very fond of, and that um, it's timeless. It's, it's just timeless. Like, Chrono Trigger will never go away. Like, if Chrono Trigger came out right now, it'd be on this list with, with these games, you know? Yes. like So it, the fact that with these type of games, the fact that we got two in here that are just... They're just new stories new games new adventures like that's so cool and then being able to revitalize and bring back something like second story r um in the style that they did like it's i talked about this last episode it's like the anti-cash grab year like square you know they could have just pumped this out did some anti-aliasing on it you know like made mm-hmm. it look a little more pretty or whatever no like they redesigned this thing from the ground up it is a visual treat it is a fantastic game to play. So, yeah, all three of those, man, it kind of sucks. Baldur's Gate came out this year. How like, many be honest. Next to Baldur's Gate yeah. 3,
1: I think, is in and of itself an, an award yeah. because, yeah, any other year, like, oh my gosh, like, I would, then we I would have... really be struggling. Go ahead.
0: At the very end. I'm going to let you talk about this one, Brian. I, I, oh, yeah. I mean, we, I we can talk Starfield, about this man. way too long, I man. We need it. a whole episode. But Probably. this was the game that I thought was like, gonna be the Zelda Conqueror. Like I thought this was gonna be the other game in the conversation. I didn't even know Baldur's Gate 3 was a thing. All I yeah. knew about Baldur's Gate 3 was that it came out on stadia about two years ago. And that's about it. And Starfield I thought was gonna be the powerhouse. Um I think unfortunately, it just didn't sit well with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah that's reason.
1: the I think there's part where people no matter what like Starfield became another like uh, console war game that's why i'm like i it should i believe mm. it should, i wish it came to playstation i think that would be a good thing i don't i do not i'm not a fan of like hey you can't play this game on this one place like well, and it's just hey, only in one spot
0: that you can if not if play playstation's gonna take final fantasy and and uh well spider-man's their own it's from their in-house studio but if playstation's gonna take final fantasy by signing a contract it's tough man like, it sucks e- it's it yeah. sucks.
1: like that's the, the like the answer in my mind Like final fantasy 16 exclusive pf5 uh Boulder. you know starfield not on playstation like it sucks it just sucks put because it put
0: everything on everywhere except for nintendo you just no, gotta no, buy it. i want nintendo everywhere that you, well. <laughs> that you hold in your hand yeah but they're <laughs> never doing that oh man you never know never's a long but time but what 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 do we need to say about starfield i mean like everybody who tunes into you knows that you love it i love it it as well good
1: i i really Um, enjoyed the story and the characters like i'm a little bit uh you know fatigued from the multiverse uh kind of component Mm. but it's an interesting take on new game plus as well uh kind of giving that whole different perspective but then I'm just like, all right, like it's fun. I don't think I'm going to multi like continue to multi universe the game unless for some yeah, reason yeah. there ends up being some kind of like easy, done, easy,
0: you've... easy there, Brian, easy. Like we don't <laughs> yeah. say,
1: we don't say too much, no, but I, yeah, like, that's, you know, I think everybody's travel, at this point.
0: travel to somewhere and do something, <laughs> and it's very, it, it's very interesting and intriguing, yeah. and you should definitely play the game. Um, I I really enjoyed it, but I would say like having gone and played
1: Star Citizen. Like I would say that not the star (laughs) dude star citizen in terms of its direct streaming and travel and planetary stuff. Not that it has to like be as a direct simulation of that. But if you go and just take their travel system uh, and you insert that into uh, Starfield, I think the thing that a lot of people ended up going like, you know what? I'm having fun, but I just have to keep popping into this loading screen. And then then the space stuff.
0: Yeah. It's like, why, why, why does no man's sky have, better systems than Mm -hmm. some of what this this studio with all its budget can do i look i told you when the game was about to come out i think on this show yeah i told you going in i was like i have low expectations Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna approach this like it is the forgotten city or i'm playing elder scrolls oblivion again or whatever like i want to walk up to people and then be like hello how are you doing i'm reginald you know like and whatever and that <laughs> let's fight let's figure out what's going on with reginald yeah. oh you need me to go get a branch from this tree that like wants to mate with another tree apparently and is like using underground waves to signify that which is going to cause an earthquake in the spapes port so i have to go to red dead redemption land to go get this tree branch and then i'm just gonna say alakazam a kazoo i am a uh, uh, a wordsmith, and I can persuade you because my persuasion stat is high enough. Give me your tree branch, and then I go back. I love that stuff. It's stupid. Yeah. And like you, that, that can be in space. That can be a, in a post-apocalyptic yeah. world. That can be in high fantasy. You know, that I, I love what Bethesda does with these type of... I like the structure of these RPGs. They're goofy. They're fun. They're compelling. Um, And Hot Take, I mean... Oblivion was good, but I honestly I don't, like really Oblivion think, more than I don't really think that like Bethesda's like main storylines are like that great anyway. Like when you compare them to like other games, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like again, Oblivion was Bethesda very compelling. Game. Yeah. Right. Like you, you do you wanna go be a space pirate and like you know, you're you're a double agent for the 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 whatever it's not the unfc or whatever from halo but the same thing <laughs> or, i forgot what they're called now. <laughs> yeah um you know like and yeah you want to do all that stuff and you want to be a space ranger cowboy guy and you want to do what i did and join like what cyberpunk should have been in terms of the like corporate underworld or whatever like where you're like doing backroom deals and sabotaging mm-hmm. other businesses and stuff like that's what starfield's for it's not so you can get in a ship. And fly around and feel like you're actually in space that's what star citizen and 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 uh no man's sky are for and look todd howard wanted to do this game in space and he had a Mm -hmm. vision and as far as he's concerned he realized that and i'm happy for that did this game have to be in space for me to want to play it? Absolutely not. In fact, I might have preferred it was somewhere else, but it is in space and it's cool. It's interesting you know? because so, I
1: don't really like I don't like the theme in the post apocalyptic. That's where it's like I've never like people mm-hmm. like oh it's like Fallout 4 in space. I'm like, I never really got into the Fallout series because yeah. it wasn't my theme of a game that I'm like, oh, I absolutely have to play. But the space theme as is one of the key attractive factors where I was like, I like that. Humanity's expanded into the stars. I like some of the quests, especially the NASA quest, learning what happened to Earth and just that mindset. I thought that was really interesting. And, uh, you know, so there were some really great moments, some really great quests, especially with sweeping uh, swapping between like, uh, you know, different dimensions to puzzle solve and and then uh, essentially learning because I picked one universe to survive. And then somebody's like, you know, there's a way you can get both universes to survive. I'm like, see, I don't even know
0: what you're talking about, Brian. You got to chill, man. You got to chill. I know there's like universe travel and stuff, but I haven't beaten it. So, oh,
1: dude, it's, I think it's definitely going to be them. What's going to be really the true testament of Starfield? Uh, whether it's a like a good game or a bad game because we know that they support modders we know that oh come historically on historically modders... it's already good no, it's that when we talk about it in terms of gaming culture because you and i agree that it's both like we both like this game but in terms it's of, it's the of the greater games come scheme, out this
0: year right. yeah it's on our game of the year nominees right. list yeah you're talking
1: about you're talking about like in five years like i think starfield mm. is going to be continue to be a game just like with diablo and perhaps walters Gate 3, that is still being talked about that's still being modded that's still having content And then, yes, maybe the modders go in and create the, you know, like the Star Citizen travel experience within the games engine. And I wouldn't put it past them. I've seen modders within the within Bethesda games, like clearly do where people are like, why don't you just hire these guys and just make them a part of the the company? Because they're doing great work. So we'll have to wait and see
0: i think the failing of starfield can be summed up in basically one se- sentence which is that it's better than fallout 4 and fallout 76 it's not better than whatever the newest version of skyrim is i mean yeah how can how can it not be better than skyrim if it's 12 years on i mean that mm-hmm. you have some explaining to do at that point yeah and uh they don't have really good explanations for that and it's it's you don't know if it's the setting or the scope or the vision but You can look at those two games, pretty much everybody can, and it's like, mm, Skyrim's still more of a moment. You know, we were talking Mm -hmm. about Baldur's Gate 3 versus Witcher 3. You know, Witcher 3 is is a moment, but it's a moment that has sort of been outpaced a little bit by Baldur's Gate 3 at this point. And that's probably going to be the landmark game in this genre Mm -hmm. that everybody sort of alludes to. Um, I think people are still going to talk about Bethesda as the people who made Skyrim and and yeah there's, there's a small failing there and i'm not really sure that we can it'll be interesting to see what happens
1: you know going into the into this next you know couple of years because there's rumors and leaks and more but i think we could that that's a topic for you know <laughs> another podcast as a whole podcast for just that topic alone um so we've got to pick a winner i think yeah i know we? what you're gonna pick <laughs> oh you do i do i think I, i'm i would guess that you're gonna pick what i'm gonna pick but i don't know
0: oh well yeah, we, i kind of have to i mean can, can we just combine uh 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 sea of stars star and ocean and, and and uh octopath traveler three into this like oh into one yeah this giant conglomerate <laughs> of Return like of the 2d yes yeah RPG. exactly <laughs> that that would be that would be a twist but no it, it's got to go to Baldur's gate three uh the, yeah with, with an aside of like yeah the, those three games are fantastic and uh i think both of us are so happy that they came out this year Mm-hmm. and uh it's just every game on this list man like yeah. so good like it's this it's category more than that any that i think
1: Baldur's gate 3 started off as a semi stadia exclusive yeah as Liz pointed pointing that out and like, i remember that that's actually where i picked it up originally playing it on stadia yeah. and then here we are years later and it's like yep yeah, stadia is no more but Baldur's gate 3 incredible game so I don't know if that uh, if, if Google in any way helped to fund that reality and keep it going, even if they decided to pack up shop. I'm I'm pleased with that. All right, uh, our next category is best, best multiplayer. multiplayer,
0: which Woo! um I have a bone to pick with this category in general. Okay, because so to me I I like the, it's just a me thing. It's not really what this category is necessarily or what it's limited to, but uh, when I think of best multiplayer. I think a game that is designed from the ground up to be a multiplayer type of experience, like a game like The Division, mm-hmm. like Destiny, like Call of Duty, I'm like Overwatch. I'm thinking like this is a multiplayer game, and so there's there's some nominees in this category that are overlaps from the Game Awards that we have, which are um, well, I know for a fact that Baldur's Gate three and 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 Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I don't know why I struggle to say that. Uh Super Mario <laughs> Super Mario Bros. Wonder Super Mario Bros. Wonder, it's three times fast. Uh Super I, I wanted to say Odyssey for a second. But um Super Mario Bros. Wonder are both uh on our list and the Game Awards list for this category. However, those are kind of games that are just they just have a multiplayer mode in it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be interested to see what you have to say about the Baldur's Gate multiplayer mode because I know a lot of people have played that game in multiplayer. In fact, we could just start with with that game maybe okay, as, as as our first nominee. But I, I guess for me, I I just think about games that are like n- multiplayer to their core, like like you know Apex would be in this core category the year that it came out, or a Dead by Daylight, kind of like the the ongoing games that we were talking about, like Halo Infinite, um you know, but a game that came out this year, that's kind of how I'm thinking of this category. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but I mean, and it takes two, I guess, is like just as valid um or you know little big planet or something like that mm-hmm. it's just not quite how i look at like what this category is supposed to be but uh, that could just be some sort of weird bias on my part but what do you know about Baldur's gate multiplayer because I, i've yeah, heard I've used some it. people yeah i've played like the whole game through it's like playing a That's DD game basically, dream right? with a buddy. so
1: like my yeah. weakness for it is that uh it isn't an essentially something that appeal uh, like works with my schedule. So it's that yes, multiplayer, okay, we're gonna we're gonna play this game, you know, ends up being more of a scheduling thing. I'm glad that it exists. I hope that I can spend more time with it whenever some available time pops in and I'm like, yeah, let's play this. Uh, but I'm glad it exists. I it works. However, um, it isn't something that it's like where if I was going to classify multiplayer, I always would prioritize and give it to anything that's drop in, drop out. Yeah, uh, you know, match made in that in that regard. So, uh, which yes, speaking of, yes, go ahead.
0: Speaking of what, this is the only time that I could talk about about this game in particular. Um, uh, and I, I know it's not going to win ours because it's not, unfortunately, it's not family friendly at all. <laughs> um, but it's the Texas Chainsaw master audience. dude. Yeah. They nailed this. They absolutely nailed this game. Um this yeah. is the the Friday the 13th team, if you remember like sort yeah. of the the sort of heyday that that game had in terms of uh, you know, it was just kind of it was like like phasmophobia or one of those that just pops up and everybody's like, "Oh, wow, look at this." Um unfortunately this game like it had that moment, but not quite It basically had more of a moment i think from from offshoot dead by daylight players like like uh, dead by daylight has this weird love-hate relationship with its with its community where everybody Mm -hmm. plays it but they like hate it you know it's kind of like destiny players actually now that i think about it um but this game did have a moment and everybody that played it really really enjoyed it and then they kind of just left it unfortunately but as far as faithfulness to the movie franchise like the literal house on the inside looks like the same house from the films mm-hmm. okay like all of the aesthetic looks like that 70s kind of very rustic rundown type of look that they have from from the iconic film um and then if you want to talk about the gameplay because that's that's why we're here right uh for this game like for for dead by daylight you just kind of have the killer and the players in a map And you're sort of doing the mundane task of trying to find a generator and and press the button in time with when you're supposed to press it so you don't blow the generator up, Mm. thereby alerting the killer so he'll go and chase you. And then you're not doing the objective, which means that the game takes longer and then people are going to get killed off, etc. This game is like literally like you're trapped in the basement and you, like, I'm, like, picking locks and stuff. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I gotta go find a lock pick, and then I gotta pick this lock, and then I gotta creep up, and then I gotta go around it, you know, around the exterior of the house to get through this gate, to get into the side garden, and then I gotta, like, I feel like, when I play this, I'm actually kind of playing an almost, like, like a, like a little, like a little dash of Metal Gear, or something, or like Hitman, or like, like these old t- type of stealth games, and then a dash of like uh Resident Evil like I'm fearful you know like I don't want the big bad to like come and chase mm-hmm. me and stuff like it feels like I'm more engaged with what's going on here like it's it's almost like it could be the gameplay of it if you just took it in isolation and somebody watched it they might be like are you playing a single player game right now you know like I think right. that that's very engaging to put the player in a situation where they feel like they have total agency like sometimes you can work as a team sometimes I'm like screw it letterface chasing you bro I got it. <laughs> I got to pick this lock, man. <laughs> Keep them busy. Yeah, I hear that chainsaw going, man. Give me like uh two more minutes, you know. Like let me t- let me crank this generator up. Uh, you know, like I yeah, and th- this game is tense. It's fun. It makes for great Twitch viewing, like people getting freaked out when they get spotted or whatever and then they get chased around everywhere. Um, I think as far as like making a competitor to Dead by Daylight, which is the ultimate asymmetrical multiplayer game, which is th- that's the subgenre that this is in is that asymmetrical um this in particular is three three villains or whatever and and four Mm. survivors um it it, taking on that uh that that space is tough we've had some come and and they don't stick you know uh, i think like the last one was like alien No, no no um predator hunting grounds or whatever just didn't really like blow up it just didn't really stick there was one called vhs on pc that didn't really do well that game might have even shut down so i love the fact that this team took everything that they learned from friday the 13th they took on another uh is beloved the right word iconic uh horror film franchise with a character that's so well known mm-hmm. um a, a universe or kind of a space that's that's you know emulated often and well known um and and just nailed it in terms of the the aesthetic and also just the gameplay of this game like what it feels like to play this game it's tense it's fun you can play it for a couple of hours it's still fun um, it kind of has that like that battle royale type of feel like let's run another one. Oh, I got chainsaw this time. Like maybe I'll get out the next time. The next time, like you, there's that thrill, that high of like when you get out. You mm-hmm. know, like you, like it's kind of like what I was talking about with hunt. Like when you get out with mm-hmm. the bounty, you're like we did it. Like yes, it. like yeah. yeah. Like escaping from these axe murderers is like very thrilling to accomplish, <laughs> especially if you get your whole team out. Like that feels amazing. um and i i do play more on the survivor side i'm not not the most sadistic type person but yeah there's people that love being leatherface and and grinding everybody up and whatever and I, i got you you didn't get out you know so there's something here for everybody and just it's just the core gameplay is great it's a fantastic multiplayer game i think it's exactly what we need to look for in this category and it is a year where we just didn't get like a big overwatch or a big halo or anything come out so really happy to highlight this game here as one of our nominees and the same thing goes for the next one which i did not think i would be putting on this list but i was struggling to find games for this category man and so this one is uh gonna be much lesser known but one of the uh one of the most popular uh anime in the united states of america is my hero academia Mm -hmm. which is an anime about a bunch of young kids that go to like a high school to become superheroes as like a career path um and this game is uh yeah exactly right like we love our superheroes here in the in the us of a um and uh this this is uh uh from the developer studio called biking which is a team that has done uh two arena fighters uh based on this anime and probably some they're based on other animes but uh, i think i can speak for a lot of anime fans even though i'm not the biggest anime fan that um there are too many anime themed arena 3d arena fighters like make other anime themed games please i think people really like that one piece now has like two like pseudo rpg type games mm-hmm. like that's great like we need more of that type stuff um this kind of goes in the other direction because we're talking about multiplayer games but they took those assets that they had from uh the the 3d arena fighters that they had and they said you know what i bet we can do a, a fortnite type of deal i bet we can do a you drop in You've got a squad of three and you're running around the map or whatever so they've got those characters um and and giving them like abilities and like long-range attacks and mm-hmm. stuff like you're basically like using your wrist you know to to shoot somebody like with with pulsars or whatever depending on like what that character's power is yeah and uh as somebody that uh, again i'm not an anime person but i i am all the way caught up on this show because it, it got me hooked and it's just it's just got an old-fashioned compelling great story to it and some great characters um they're really, really faithful to this source material, and there's a lot of tender love and care here. And not only that, but, like, it's just a fun game. Like, they managed to make a fun Battle Royale Um, when we're at a point where it feels so oversaturated and so rote, um, trying all these Battle Royales. Like, there's, oh, oh there's another, oh, it's Hyperscape or, like, whatever Ubisoft came out. Oh, okay, I'll play that one, too, you know? Yeah. R- Rumbleverse just came and went. So the fact that this game dropped, they just announced that they uh they just hit 8 uh 8 million downloads wow, for this impressive. game total yeah. yeah so i mean and 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 they and their community support is fantastic and their content schedule is fantastic i think this game's been out for like 2 3 months they've already had like 2 3 character drops so like they're killing avengers you know as far as putting out new new superhero characters in their game and um yeah people were like because this is this is totally free to play by the way Mm -hmm. which you know you and i like you know give people a way to access your game easier right uh you know especially you don't have the funds or whatever but it's got those like genshin impact type of like i'll do the thing and yeah i'll do the thing and i'll roll and i can see if i can get the super like the guy uh in the in the uh thumbnail there is is all might and he's kind of like the the captain america or the the superman if you will so like a lot of people would want to roll him Mm -hmm. um you know so they might be trying to do these summons and people are like hey this is these these odds aren't good or we're not getting enough of the tickets to like do it and uh the developers are like okay we'll just uh we'll just up it by uh, double we'll, we'll just give you double what you, the rewards you were getting before like it, it like it, it just feels like they're like yeah we we want to make some money because this game is free but we don't need to like you know swindle you You know, like we just want to get to a good place with the community where we can monetize our game and people really enjoy it. And so like they've been like on the ball in terms of like patching things and fixing things that are broken and making sure that the gotcha mechanics are not uh, overly burdensome. Mm -hmm. And they're hitting their content windows as far as new character, new character, event, event like. I mean you love to see a game launch like that and it not be like a multiverses fiasco and them like hit all their marks. Dude, I love in multiverses. When, when I love and I really come can't out. wait
1: to see when it comes back because it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but that's the thing.
0: Yeah. This this game may never have to go away. And so wouldn't that that's be true. nice? You know, yeah, yeah that, so
1: that's that's the risk, especially with games preservation and these yeah. like always online. Like I love multiplayer games yet you know that's a constant thing that it's like i kind of have to like unfortunately be like all right at yeah. some point i might not be able to play this game yeah. uh, at some point bungie might remove content that i paid for yeah. you know like at some yeah. point like not that i'm justifying it it's just that like which well, makes these
0: these free-to-play games all the better because you can just jump in and play them for when when they matter and then... and then Yeah, just don't they, hook your credit yeah. card up to it. I always advise yeah, yeah, yeah. parents. I'm like, oh, it's a free game?
1: Okay, just make sure your card isn't hooked up because I've been in meetings where dads have been like, how do they spend $800 on Fortnite? And oh, I'm like, my God. that's why Fortnite's making billions of wow. dollars. You got these kids that are just like, give me, give me, give me. I don't understand what money is. <laughs> and, dad, and dad just like gets a shock uh, statement at the end of the day the uh the next game uh, is the one that I recommend audio remnant. listeners yeah yeah for the audio listeners remnant 2 uh I think this is such a beautiful fun game I think it really plays really well we talked about it earlier in the previous podcast mm-hmm. uh, it has that souls like looter shooter approach and feel and I believe it actually just entered into game pass unless uh it yeah. Oh yeah. So another another Game Pass game. Yeah. Uh for those of you who are Game Pass subscribers, I, I highly recommend the service. And yes, I do know that there are people who are worried about like, well, once it hits market saturation, they'll just start raising the price. And like, I get it, but whenever that day does come, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> enjoy my time <laughs> with the service. But from we, we now t- until then.
0: We talked about it when we talked about action games. You yeah. know, we we pretty much had a consensus with Lines of P, but we both acknowledged like even though Liza P is probably the best game that came out in that genre this year, out of out of uh, uh, Liza P, mm-hmm. Lords of the Fallen, Remnant Two, and Wolong, Long, um, Remnant's the one that's got that really good drop in, drop out multiplayer. Yeah, that's aspect. an important
1: feature. That is yeah. such an important feature. So honestly, it, makes it easy.
0: It it might be a dark horse for this category for us. I'm I'm interested to see what happens here. And then uh, obviously we've talked about. Mario, I mean the fact that I could talk can... a
1: little bit about its multiplayer though, because yeah. I think Wonder is a beautiful evolution of the local and even the online multiplayer. So they added in this this feature. So I felt like in the new, and I'm putting that in quotes because I hated the name when they like why would you add the word new to your to your game? Cause like the first new one is over twenty years old. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. You know, I have a whole bit about the New Testament. <laughs> it's just like the word new. What is it? Come on. <laughs> yeah. But um the idea here is that uh, they took from that series uh, where it felt multiplayer was more ended up being more competitive because you had more chance to screw each other over than yeah. actually assist and help. And this one so feels no way more now. OK, well, and this one feels so much better. Like you could like let's say um, my kid wants to play Yoshi. Like I could even hop on his back. So I'm riding Yoshi okay. in the game and he's you know, and it's just great. Like I love the level detail i love the character selection i love the badge system because that way they make all the characters play the same and then you can equip a badge that can give you a special ability or a special power or a perk uh you know and, and i'm like oh that's just adds a lot more to the replayability and the visual effects you know we talked about in terms of the game are great but then you take it into the online space and you are you seeing ghost characters also play the level, and you mm. can put it like these little things that can help each other out. You can give each other powers. You get points almost if you finish Souls-esque. the level at the same time. But it's not, yeah, yeah almost Souls esque but it's not. You're not. There's no negative to doing it. It's only positive, yeah. and it's. A well, really I mean, interesting the being able experience. to affect
0: each other's worlds, kind of like yes. that bleed effect, a little yeah. bit. And yeah, and that's
1: and it's really cool because it can help you out. They can save you if you're in a pit. So it actually, in a way, makes it easier. My kids actually have an easier time especially the younger ones because they can actually get some assistance from just somebody else who's also playing the game Mm. so i'm really actually impressed with super mario wonders multiplayer and it felt like a really good evolution to a to like a game that you're like it's got multiplayer okay this is crazy and
0: and no issues with with the Switch Online system as far as that goes. I like mean Switch
1: Online way. has the na- like I have natural <laughs> issues with Switch. You're Online.
0: like oh, I didn't say that. I don't <laughs> oh, no. don't put
1: those don't put those words in my mouth. No, yeah. like, it it does yeah. feel seamless but it, with all Nintendo things it's like hey would yeah. you like to connect to the internet? Like yeah. yes, like always. Why are we like, you know, why is this a prompt? Like let's just make this thing a system-wide thing that I don't have to be prompted by like by the way, parents, you might be connecting to the internet. We can't guarantee the it's like I am the adult here like I am on an adult account let me just connect anyway and then our
0: our last nominee one that impressed me quite a bit on the multiplayer front Mm -hmm. it's Diablo 4 again um the fact that this is such a great single player RPG Mm -hmm. yeah like and and it 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 even feels a little bit MMO-esque like I played, I played my fifty or fifty-five hours of this game with the beta. Like I did, like every altar of Lilith and every yeah. side quest, and like explored every part of the map. I probably would have kept playing in that small area still if I'd had more time. But I got to do the the world, the world raid boss, you know, with like twenty-five people mm-hmm. in in the map at once attacking this giant boss. Um, like the MMO elements feel. Like, I'm usually not into that. Like, I think my least favorite part about The Elder Scrolls Online is that the word online is there. Um, I just want to go on, like, my own, like, little Dark Brotherhood adventure or whatever. The fact that the sort of mmo light like, Division, mm-hmm. Destiny-esque elements here have been added into this game so seamlessly, and they actually, I think, enhance the experience that you're having, that's impressive to me. Because when I play an RPG that's, like, about me saving the world or whatever and, and mm. you know, bringing back the true gods or, you know, whatever the heck the story is, I want to feel like it's like me. Like, I'm on that journey, not the other guy talking to this NPC right next to me or whatever. And for whatever reason with this game, like, I'm just like, yeah, man, like, let me invite two friends and let's go, you know, let's go into this cave and let's uh learn about this high priestess or, like, whatever. You know, like, I don't know how they were able to kind of get me in that way to feel so good about the multiplayer elements, but they they really did. I think the reason that this game impressed me so much is that it's not the type of game that I would be drawn towards in terms of hmm. so many levels of like what type of genre it is. The fact that it's that isometric ARPG and then the fact that it's like an mmo light type of game. Um, and I just loved it. So uh, I I think it it makes a strong case. I mean, it was very seamless in terms of the multiplayer, just being able to go and 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 uh, grind dungeons with your friends and stuff. I think mm-hmm. it's a strong case for one of the best multiplayer games of the year. So I don't I don't know what we're gonna do with this category, Brian. Do you have like two? Yeah. That you really like? I have two. Here? Okay. What what do you, what do you got for me?
1: Mario Wonder with its evolution, okay. and it's one of the games that I play more than any other multiplayer game. But that's obviously a fact of life. Yeah, Uh, and then I would say remnant too. I thought that really came in, uh, the gameplay in and of itself. Uh, you know, I hear what you're saying with Diablo. However, like, oh man, I, I like, you know, another year, but man, I, I would, I would have, I'm between Mario and remnant too, in terms of like hashing it out. Do you got two, do you have two?
0: mine would be diablo and texas chainsaw massacre okay
1: <laughs> how do we figure this out how do we okay we I think, wait,
0: it's got yeah it's got it's got to come down to i think because you're I giving some... i cannot go with texas because yes. i'm not a, yes. i'm not a horror I, fan and i think you and yeah. you're giving some props to diablo so i think we gotta we gotta hash this out between diablo and remnant 2 okay. this is like the most contentious Ooh. one that we've had my goodness okay
1: um see here Gosh, darn it. Cuz like I, I like <laughs> well Diablo recently came to Steam, which is I think a really good thing, yeah. you know, having it and then it uh, and I'm hoping that means it bleeds into um uh you know into like uh, you know what? Now, but Remnant 2 is already what? on GeForce now. Remnant it, 2 so Remnant to 2 is on
0: Game Pass. It's taking The souls formula and making it like that's a genre that is known for being so obtuse yeah in terms of your your ability to join up with friends it's taking that and making that at least palatable on some level and sort of building the game around the multiplayer aspect you're supposed to take on these bosses with a group if you can um and and diablo has had some hiccups with its with doling out its dlc content and its season structure and and uh you know like charging 25 for cosmetic armor yeah. sets right and uh people buying the battle pass on accident because the cursor snapped over to it yeah so yeah. while i think they had a tremendous launch um both of these are kind of ongoing live service games and one of them has kind of uh screwed the pooch a little bit as they say so i guess we're giving this to remnant 2 yeah. multiplayer game of the year for epic loot radio i love it that's spicy on this list that that's you, very spicy i'm really glad you brought say. up the points uh against
1: diablo because for my experience where i've had definitely a lot of fun with it like there's just things that i'm like at some point i'm like how much are we willing to excuse and not that things can't change and it's not that they 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 shouldn't but there is a that that level it's like okay we say we like these things but then we don't support them financially and yeah. we don't do these things. And so that's where it's like, I'm really proud. We got to We got to pick up
0: our pace. Cause I know you got like 20, 30 minutes at maximum. And so, I tell you, it's,
1: uh, <laughs> I love doing these shows during the day, but it's, I point, love how I this think...
0: category is just best family. It's not best family <laughs> game. It's what's the best family. The be- what's the best family. Yeah. Who's, who, so who rocks? so be- the best video game. Family? Best best family. Uh, it, I want, I want to g- give a nod to Disney illusion Island. Okay. Um, nice. Kind of what, kind of what you were talking about with, with mario just a great game for your whole family to sit down and play i don't know if you have a copy of this but it's kind of that little big planet super mario wonder kind of style of that platforming and you're helping each other out and stuff and it's uh some of the mechanics are like so funny yeah like uh like if you're playing it with one of your kids and you're goofy and he's donald or whatever and he gets he loses a health point or whatever you go with go over with goofy and give him a big old hug and you restore him back to full health. Oh, like, there's nice. such like wholesome stuff in this game, and it's like a really good platformer, too. Like, it's a really great Metroidvania type of game. It's kind of got a little bit of that Cuphead type of vibe. I mean, okay. they're, they're stealing from old Disney cartoon look aesthetic as well. So, I mean, like, it's kind of chicken or egg thing, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's kind of like Cuphead meets Little Big Planet with a dash of Mario in it because every platformer has to have a dash of Mario in it because Mario's the, the, be- the greatest, basically, um, to ever do it. So, yeah, I mean this game it's it's very quaint, it's very wonderful. Everyone should play it. I think it was MSRP 40 bucks as well. So, not breaking the bank for it. Um lovely little treasure this one. Probably not going to Well, I mean it's a contender for this category and it is in this category for the Game Awards proper. So, um but we all know who's going to win this, which we've already talked about. But another game that we haven't talked about yet um <laughs> is is Jusant, which is uh like is a how do you say not, it? uh um climb the mountain um in juson you climb the mountain um and this is a this is a don't nod joint um and this is nominated i've nominated this for indie game as well um because don't nod is self-publishing now they were with they were with square but they've been cut loose uh mm-hmm. the life is strange developers and this is just a wholesome it's not multiplayer but it's just a wholesome kind of version of the whole only up and get over it with Bennett Foddy type of we gotta we gotta send this this peak thing you know overcoming adversity but it's much more calm it's much Mm. more in the style of like a like a journey or something like the game journey um and and like it it looks kind of like an Annapurna game to a certain degree like it has that like calm indie aesthetic Mm. um and yeah, like in terms of um this being in the family category, um it 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 has some good lessons about, you know, overcoming adversity and not getting too frustrated in terms of being challenged and it very much um is kind of built around those mechanics. Um if you you fall or whatever, like there's like a it's just like you're actually rock climbing, there's like a pulley system and you'll get You'll get caught by it or whatever, so you're not gonna fall down to the bottom mm. of the mountain or something. And I think it's just a very good game, is as, as far as like, um, especially for you know a, a, a young person who's like coming of age or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, to sort of get into like more challenging aspects of gaming, but also ones that are that are inherently relaxing and such. And it has just a generally good vibe and a, and a good message. Um, and then we've got the two that like want to be better than Mario, but they're not, unfortunately. <laughs> pikmin 3 dude i i'm so glad that pikmin 3 is nominated for a category that we yeah, no pikmin impressive. 4 i'm sorry i'm saying Pikmin, pikmin 3. Four, yeah. pikmin 4 um which goes above and beyond what pikmin 3 was able to do uh these games just keep getting better with each one that comes out they're so unique and so charming and interesting and it's nominated for a uh, best sim or strategy game which we didn't do but mm-hmm. it's gonna win because everybody loves this game and they're like oh my god pikmin 4 can win something like vote for Pikmin 4 so I'm gonna be really happy on Thursday night when Pikmin 4 wins best sim strategy calling it now um does everybody loves this game everybody's loves the you see in the thumbnail a little dog big fans big the fans, little, yeah. the little mm-hmm. dog thing that doesn't make any sense because he's like the size of uh, a a baseball so I don't know how there's a <laughs> dog that's baseball size but whatever um he's running around and and eating stuff so he can progress or yeah this game this game's adorable and it's it's fun too like it's challenging Mm -hmm. like it's got good puzzle elements i mean nintendo took a big swing with the pikmin franchise in the first place and that's just that's that's that nintendo magic is like we're gonna make a game about god knows what you know you just got these little minion guys in in, in different colors do different things and whatever yeah we'll just make that a game and everybody falls in love with it and now it's like a well-known franchise Um, so yeah, Pikmin 4, I think, I think everybody loved this game and if it came out in a different year, like it might, might win this category with ease. Um, Sonic, 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 Sonic Sonic games are good again and we got Sonic movies and they're good somehow. Oh, dude, the Sonic
1: movies are great. Yeah, (laughs)
0: like I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for good Sonic games. Um, I think, I think everybody's just kind of like, you know, this game's kind of like good. This game's good. You know, I, I don't think this game is like knocking anybody over, blowing it doesn't, anybody it doesn't away, and
1: like hold a candle, obviously, against like Super Mario Wonder. Yeah, but I'm excited that like I think uh, the the best Sonic game, like there was like this period in my mind where I was like Sonic games are so just like a disappointment. It felt like there was always something let down, and then Sonic Mania came out, and that really just fundamentally, I was like, this is what Sonic, you know, this is that. And then we've seen, I think, since then, an improvement within. Uh, within just that as a franchise from a video game. And I think the movies have really helped to say like, yeah, Sonic can be a really good game and it should, in my mind, still exist today. But like when I look at this category, like there's just no way that I can say Sonic would take it over Super, like something like Super Mario Wonder. I don't know what you're going to end up voting on and we've covered mario wonder and in length that you could tell i'm a fan yeah
0: we we have we have one more nominee here and that's yeah, uh dizzy speedstorm which we talked about sort of the family aspects of that when we went over it in the in the sports and racing category yeah um so just a fun time especially if you, you cut the internet cord and yeah you, you can race with elsa now um what little girl doesn't want to do that uh, they they've got like five frozen characters. They've got the the two dudes and the two girls. <laughs> I don't know, man. And Olaf the snowman. You don't uh, know, you man. know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anna, Anna and like Elsa. One of us is a parent. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anna and Elsa and Olaf and a bunch of other like Toy Story, Monsters Inc. Yeah. Uh, uh, shoot, Lilo and Stitch. Uh, uh classic Disney characters uh, all the way down to like Minnie and Daisy. Mm -hmm. uh Steamboat Willie is in there I mean Aladdin uh Beauty and the Beast Hercules Mulan all these franchises you got racers and the thing I didn't talk about in the sports uh and racing section is that you know Mario Kart is just like the power-ups right like you just Mm -hmm. pick up the power-ups and you use them um and that's just like shells and stars and etc in this game there's there are those standard power-ups but then every character, every single one, has their own unique bespoke ability. So, like for instance, Mulan shoots the, um, the like Chinese style rockets, like the one that she shoots into the mountain that like mm-hmm. does an avalanche and collapses on Shan Yu. That's her ability. Is she shoots that rocket at people ahead of her to like try to disrupt them. Like that's so cool. That's like cool. and you know Elsa yeah. does like ice stuff, and uh, Buzz has like a rocket ship. I mean like the the there's a lot of thought being put into this and and dedication and care uh for the source material. So that's really cool. I like that. That's very unique. It sort of justifies this game uh existing as a kart racer when you have a game like you were saying, like I would nominate Mario Kart for for best racing game of the year, uh if it didn't come out, you know, however many years ago on the Wii U. You know, we're, yeah,
1: we're, we're, they,
0: they classify remakes as, as, as a contender. Why not? a yeah. like, DLC that like I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 Mario with with honorable mentions to to Disney Illusion Island and 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 Pikmin Four. I think. Yeah. Um. I mean, just yeah, Mario is just gonna. I don't even know if Jeff Keighley's gonna like announce this as more than you know, like. And for Family Game of the Year, it's gonna be Super Mario Wonder, you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, it's it, we're just gonna brush over it. it's gonna, be, it, like, it's, it's gonna yeah. be like on its, you know. Congrats to these all these other winners. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like it's just a done deal. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's inter- interesting that like, uh, Zelda isn't really being. I mean, I guess it's not multiplayer, but it, does that have any adult themes or or? No, no, no. Uh, like, I mean, yeah. So yeah, I would, I would like, think, yeah. I would think that would be. Uh, a family game but I, I don't think it was nominated for this category so i i didn't think to put it here if, if they didn't see it as a family game i, I well, don't know the, why the thing is that especially would.
1: with zelda though like as opposed to anything else like it's it like for me and my family like it obviously then depends like what what age range are we really kind of targeting with this label because like yeah a family game could be chainsaw massacre as the family as we're all adults <laughs> right you know literally like, the
0: family right yeah yeah, yeah. You know, like like when you play, when you play as the evil side in that game, you are literally playing as the family. That's Mm -hmm. what it's called. So that's a funny joke. But even
1: still, like, because one of the things we've been talking about in the discord and and things like that is that, like, as my kids get older, like, I want to get them into Star Citizen and we have the ability to fly ships together and i'm looking at yeah. like what does that look like as you know families that game together so like the family category in my mind in has to be something more targeting younger audiences and i think zelda just misses that namely because it is a more complex more mechanical uh game yeah. it's it's what you go from you know to mario into that not that mario can't offer that and a family game can't offer that level of complexity but i think there is an ease of access that that is continued so um those are the categories i think we have some real strong games in this category but yeah. I, I know what my heart says and i, I can't yeah wonder, wonder, i wonder man i wonder what it is you know but yeah mario wonder for me i think absolutely takes the category for both its evolution and art style and gameplay and fun uh and so the question is to you though like do you agree
0: does it fall into that same kind of category A- ab- absolutely it's it's yeah. got to win there um with the type of game that it is it's i mean it's just that franchise is the king and like you mm. said new sort of uh i think rested on its laurels a little bit the the new mario franchise as as it as it's going to be referred to now for the rest of time even though it's not um, oh, i know man like and, come uh, on
1: can we call it the old no like it's, <laughs> the it's mid, great or the mid 2d mario games
0: it's great that mario 2d is back in like the same way like it's revitalized in the same way that odyssey revitalized yes. the. Audrey. not that it really needed to be you know because we had yeah. sunshine and galaxy like there was never a lapse in terms of the quality and and there wasn't really a lapse with the new games either but it's just you you feel it like you feel yeah. like One, mario wonder is back. makes
1: you feel yeah the difference in new and we actually went and played a little bit of the last new mario 2d Mm-hmm. And then you play Wonder, and it's like it is such an evolution in every aspect. And it's that it's you're right. It's a feeling that you you just feel immediately. And for me, it really harkens back to Super Mario World as just this high quality, absolutely well designed, well thought out, lots of fun, lots of fun power-ups, lots of fun secrets, uh, and a lot of replay value, which is just so 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 good. Now, our on our next episode, because we will have to do a part three. We're going to kick it off with best independent game and what we might end up doing just because there's so much. We know that the game awards officially, not ours, but the official official game awards is going to be this Thursday. Uh, Being that we have so many categories to go through, we might just schedule an evening style podcast where we both can take a look at least. I don't think this is on Kirk at all. This is this is on me and the fact that like I get some work messages and I'm like, all right, time to time to get back into the grind. But we might try to finish it off uh, with the next one and do an evening podcast. Well, we do Uh,
0: have a Monday show coming. We do have another Monday show. uh, Do you think? How many categories do we have left? We have indie art direction, score music, Mm -hmm. narrative, game direction, and game of the year. Okay, I think we can do it. We gotta, we gotta be okay. Okay, you know, we gotta stay on it. If we could have done indie this time, it would have helped. But would have helped. uh, No, I think I think I think we could get and and you know we the more the further along we get with this the more it's like we are we've already talked about some of these games um especially when we get into like narrative game direction and -hmm. game of the year i mean it's going to be games that we've already talked about in these other categories and then we're probably going to be talking about the game same games like three times in a row yeah i do want to listen to like a little bit of snippets of the soundtracks of some of these games like final fantasy you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying like get get a little get a little get a little head bump into some orchestral music um but yeah no i think if we especially we can do like a like a 90 minute one on mm-hmm. uh on monday potentially yeah we'll okay. we, we we see got, if i can't got schedule that for the people yeah. we
1: got something yeah. for the people get it get it knocked out so thank you guys so much if you tuned in live if you watch this as a vod and or audio you're awesome we really appreciate you being there sound off in the comments especially if this is a vod for you as that's a great way of uh supporting the content after the, it is archived as a stream at least that's what it seems like youtube really comments enjoys. were
0: blowing up in the live by the way i do want to say even yeah. though we 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 if we have responded to all of them we would not even got through one category but thank you all so much for for having a conversation while we were we were going through this uh being engaged and uh i see if some we, stuff if about we were engaging Tucson like we normally here. do with
1: the comments like we would have maybe gotten one and a half categories yeah. so y'all made some-,
0: some great points See some stuff about Jusant here, and then some people championing for uh for Pikmin, and and they seem to like the Remnant Two choice. So we did good, Brian. We did good. Uh, yeah, I let that was the spicy thing of the episode is that we had we had to come to consensus on Remnant Two for multiplayer yeah. game of the year. Um, unfortunately, the channel is called well, we're on Ginger Prime as well, but the channel we're, is we're called Work yeah. to Work to Game. So we gotta go back to the work and so that we can game. So that's the whole that's balance, man. Yeah. Like,
1: like at the end of the day, man. Like I I am so thankful for Game Pass as a parent, but then with the uh with all of these games that I, I keep
0: acquiring, I just need to now find time to game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm I'm Kirk and I'm over on What's New Video Games. Haven't posted any content in a while. Take a little holiday hiatus, but Games are going to be coming out here again in the new year, and we're going to have some reviews up for you. Might have a little bit of Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, but Ooh. Ubisoft has not not been in my DMs, Brian. They don't like me anymore. So uh, no, I'm just, I'm just I would not worry. I would not worry about them. The
1: uh, I was gonna I will say though, like uh, with your love, and uh, and I'm hoping at some point that you will put up your uh, your Star Ocean uh, review. I think uh, you're praising. I know I'm going to have great. to put
0: up some uh, some some like a Dragon stuff oh yeah you when, should absolutely it, do that yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, when, I, need, like, I need that video in my feed oh yeah baby uh get get, get some Ichiban but yeah and, and guys be on the lookout for the shorts um the shorts from the the game oh, awards yeah. that we've been doing have been uh the best ones that we've had because it's kind of very targeted in terms of the discussion so it yeah, be on the lookout for that and thank everybody for being here it, it's a pleasure Every every time I come on here every every Absolutely. other week. So thanks, So we're Brian.
1: gonna be back next week. We're gonna hopefully wrap up our this. We'll also have information. We will we will do we'll, it, Brian. Be will. confident.
0: Yes. We will get through game of the year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then after that, we'll be returning kind of more to our regularly scheduled like discussion and focusing on the news. So again, and that's where we also bring y'all in. So if y'all are new here, be sure to like, favorite, subscribe, share, and more. But without further ado, guys, we're gonna wish you all the very best. We'll hopefully see you in the next one. But until then. Take care. Epic Loop Radio. Epic Loop Radio.